friends. This is Cheryl from Tutoring with Cheryl, and I have the infamous Audrey Codner with us today. And after 18 years of working in the academic trenches, Audrey decided to take her creative and mathematical abilities out of the classroom and into the online tutoring world. And it was always clear to her that she was more than, excuse me, it was, there was more there. I, you, you even wrote this. <laughs> there was even more there that she could offer outside of a, the four walls. So Audrey empowers students from around the world, around the world people, to excel in the language of mathematics. And as Audrey enters her fourth year of tutoring, her main goal is to help students develop confidence when it comes to math and to learn to make connections with their everyday lives. I really wish I would have read that right because it was much better than how I read it. But welcome. Well, thank you. I greatly appreciate being here. So uh, we were just chatting before I pushed the record button and I was asking you some questions, but I ran across you. I can't remember if you were doing an Instagram live, if I saw a, a TikTok or if I, I just know I reached out to you and I said, I wanted you to be on my podcast because I thought, well, number one, I, my Instagram page is elementary math tutoring. And while I do support elementary math students, I also help them with their reading but I thought you looked very interesting to me because I have not had a high school math student or a teacher on yet. And I'm sure you help students in college as well, but with their college math or just maybe with the sports part. Um, mostly with the entry level, like if they're going for the intermediate algebra, especially for adults that are going back to the classroom. Oh man, my sister could have totally used you a few years ago when she went back to school. I wish I would have known about you by that back then. And, um, I just, I, I had asked you how you kind of got started in the, in the tutoring world. And you started to tell me, I said, wait, <laughs> let's save that for the recording. Cause this is really interesting. So that is actually my first question. But before we get started, I do want to clarify that you're, you're working with students in high school and um, beginning math uh, for, for college students. Is that just algebra? Is that just algebra that you're mostly just with? algebra, especially for the college level? I just go all the way up to like their college algebra. Wonderful. Well, I thank you for, for joining uh, me today. So, that big question is how did you enter the tutoring world? I want to hear all about it. And I know the people listening would be very curious about this story as well. Right. So, if I want to start with just the academic part of it, it's like I was a math teacher, and I have to admit, I was a terrible student, especially when algebra came into the mix. Um, the whole things with numbers and letters, I was like, wait, what's happening? So, <laughs> I, I just kind of always <laughs> embraced. I know everyone was like, you know what? That's I'm, I'm not doing um, <laughs> fractions, no. Word problems, no. Um, like that's the type of student I was. But all of a sudden I went, I was playing uh, in college. I didn't start playing basketball because that was my sport. I know you can't tell I'm really 6'1". Um, I didn't start playing basketball until like my freshman year in high school. So I was one of those late bloomers. Uh, I wasn't like, oh yeah, since I came out the wound, I've been dribbling the basketball. Oh, that wasn't <laughs> me. And at, by my junior year, that's when I really started blossoming. I made the turn my sophomore year, but my junior year, that's when all the colleges started coming out and got highly recruited, went to St. Joe's University, played there for four years, all blood, sweat, and tears. And all of a sudden, it was time for me to graduate. Someone gave me an opportunity to go play overseas, and I was like, 
that exists. And this is before the women's MBA. So that's, that's exactly your life. Yeah. And I think for our younger crowd, like our younger parents and, and younger tutors, they wouldn't have any clue about that. So that's why I was like, oh, I didn't even realize that that was a thing. So that's awesome. That's awesome. So I traveled all throughout Europe and I was in Sweden and Iceland and just loved it. It was great. It was a wonderful year. But then eventually you want to place your roots somewhere. Mm -hmm. So I came back home. The last place I was was in Ipswich, England. And I came home and then I worked a whole bunch of odd jobs, which I think a lot of former athletes will actually tell you that we were lost. We're trying to find our identity all over again, not as athletes, but just as Audrey, the person. And I mean, I worked as a bartender. I was a bouncer. I worked at a bank. (laughs) And I mean, I did all kinds of weird, odd jobs. And of course, my parents were like, what is going on? You have a high school degree. What are you doing? And it was like until I got into the bank teller and we got robbed. I actually personally (laughs) got robbed. I'm glad you're okay. It it was a very interesting thing. Long story with that one, too. That's another podcast in itself. (laughs) Well, we could go. Uh, We could meet again (laughs) and you could say all the crazy things that have happened to you. Right. (laughs) Right. But the thing that got me was when he passed the note over. And this was the early 2000s. And the gentleman said, this is a stick up. That's what the note said. This is a stick up. Okay, 2000. We're dating ourselves. Put the money which money was spelled M-O-N-I-E, in the antelope. I looked at the note. I looked at him. I said no. He walked out. Of course, um, when they shut everything down and the police came and they said, who helped them? And I said, I did. And I'm like, look at the note. I said, we're not in Africa. There's no antelopes here. The spelling, all that, I was like, yep, I need to be in education. <laughs> like, I know I, in math, I wasn't thinking of until another teacher said, you know, I was an assistant, an instructional assistant, and they said, you should be a teacher and you should help with math. You know how to break stuff down. I'm like, the only reason why I know is because I struggled when I was learning this. So mm-hmm. I know where, where they're going through. And it just clicked. A teacher gave me an opportunity to actually teach her class one day, and I loved it. Hook, line, and sinker. 18 plus years later, (laughs) I decided I can't be in the classroom anymore. I just felt like I wasn't, I was constantly fighting the system. Mm -hmm. And the system was, we're not putting the kids first. We'll say it, but we're not doing it. So I was like, okay, I still want to teach. I still want to instruct. What can I do? So then I was just doing a lot of research and then online tutoring just kept popping up. And I was like, can people really make money off of that? And yeah, yep, <laughs> going into yep. my fourth year. Yep, that's here great. I am tutoring. And, Loving and it. I, I do have another question. Like, did you start tutoring with a company or did you just do it on your own? I did it on my own. Uh Um, I was able to actually start off, there was a couple of programs that's out there and I jumped on their programs and I looked at how they were doing it and it was okay. But then I was like, how do I put the Audrey flair on it? Not so much like so rigid and structured. Uh Um, But I did not join a group because I 
don't feel like giving 30% of the money because I'm the one that's doing the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're doing the marketing, but if you really take a look at the pricing of marketing and the time that you're putting in, it still doesn't equate to 30%. Right. So I was like, no. So started posting. My initial was I talked to my friends and my family. I just basically let them know what I was planning on doing. I was still in the classroom because, you know, I didn't want to completely jump in. You know, I have mortgage and bills I have to pay for. And I just one day went on live, never went on live before. I just saw the live button and didn't put a description or anything. Just press the button and all of a sudden you're live now. And they're like, oh, (laughs) so I let you know that I'm venturing into a new thing of my life. I'm thinking about doing online tutoring. And if you know anybody that's trying to do it, I even had like my diploma in the background. If you want someone to help you get one of these, you know, just have them call me. And two hours later, my friend um, reaches out to me and she said, Audrey, how did you know my son needed a tutor? I I didn't, but when you want to start tomorrow? Yeah, and we I'm did. Afraid. We met up. You know, we didn't do it online. We did it face to face because we knew each other. Yeah. And that one hour that I spent working on algebra one concepts and just breaking it down, he was like, "Oh, oh that's why we're doing." I'm like, "Yeah." And I'm driving home. She gave me the money. The money's still in my hands. I'm like clinching onto it, and I'm like, "I just, I just made money, cash in my hand. Don't have to wait." think I could do this. I think I could do this. And after that, it was just like, you know, that whole building process, you know, the second client took a little bit longer than the first, but Mm -hmm. it does, it does, it does eventually snowball. And that was kind of where I was. I started with one, then I was at three, then I was at five, then I was at seven, then I was at nine. And now my roster is right around 20. I don't see all those kids all of the time, but they pop in and out. And that's enough for me. I really, you know, I mean, I'm not not saying I wouldn't take on new students. I'm just saying that's a lot for one person. So I actually had to expand and I, I have somebody helping me now because I'm like, you know, life still has to go on around our farm. I still need a life with my family. And sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, there's a funeral or there's a wedding or something. And I, you know, so it's, it's good that we grow, but sometimes it's like, Ooh, <laughs> This is a lot. So let's talk about like your you, Oh, go, go ahead. I was like, it's just like that whole transformation. I think a lot of people want to start off like that. Yeah. Like as soon as you hit publish, if you do a website, or as soon as you let people know, you're like, all right, I'm ready for the floodgates. And when the floodgates don't happen, a lot of people tend to freak out. You're like, why is this not happening? My first year, I had four students the whole year, yeah. the whole entire year. And once I started digging a little bit deeper, like you, it blew up. I had 31 slots. Oh man. I don't even know. I'm never doing that again. (laughs) That's, that's probably too much. I I really feel like, you know, if uh, active students, 20 is about my max. I mean, actively servicing. I don't know that Mm -hmm. I can handle anymore. I it's, it's a lot mentally, um, you know, Mm -hmm. to be doing that. That's basically 20 classes. 
you know, yeah. if you're doing them one-on-one. So it, it is a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, but I appreciate it. I, I, I love all the families I'm working with. I, I absolutely adore the young gal that I hired. She's amazing. And I'm just really excited about that. So let's talk about the services that you provide. When you, when you meet with the student, do you provide classes one-on-one? Do you do small groups? What does it look like? So I do mainly one-to-one, mm-hmm. but I do have what's called pairing. So I'll have like a couple of students, if they're in the same class, doing the same content, preferably the same school, like they're friends. Mm-hmm. Hey, I will also do like a group rate for that, you know, mm-hmm. just a little discounted rate. But most of my clients are like one-to-one. All of them now are like just word of mouth. Um, a lot of them I got from either my former players, because not only did I play basketball, I used to coach basketball at the collegiate level. Right. So, um, I, and it's so funny now they're like, oh yeah, my son, need- wait, what, what? And I'm like, your son is what? Sixth grade. They're like, no, he's a senior. A senior. <laughs> when did that happen? So, you know, we always talk about that. Um, but a lot of them just graduated. Like my first client mm-hmm. just graduated this year. And I mean, this past school year, and it just seems like that's what I do. Like a lot of people can join big, huge courses, Mm -hmm. but it's almost like being in the classroom. They're not going to advocate for themselves as much. They'll be afraid to make mistakes. They'll sit there and like say, look at you like, yeah, I understand. And their eyes are bugging out of their heads because they don't understand. So they just kind of blend in but where's the one-to-one or even the pairing a lot of the parents really just want one-to-one because they see what like say the free after school help Mm -hmm. um they like the idea of it but then they just feel like once they really get word of what's happening they're like oh it's almost like after school babysitting Mm -hmm. and it's not really helping my child so right right because they don't they don't have the skill the the people that are helping with the after school programs are wonderful people they really are Mm -hmm. but many times they're not trained in that one specific area that the child actually needs support or they don't have the tools you know, and I'm right. sure that you have the tools, either you've got really great curriculum or you just have really great knowledge of the subject. And so you're able to help them uh, through whatever it is that they're working on. Now, like for myself, I don't offer homework help. So I'm not I'm, I, I, I can I call myself an interventionist. So I will do an assessment to find out where they're at and move them forward. Mm-hmm. But I feel like maybe you could probably do you do more of a homework help because then you can break down where they're at at that particular moment. I can in break time. down. Exactly. Where they're at and then what are the parts that they're missing? Um, Especially last year with Algebra 2, I knew it was going to be a huge wave because two years ago we had the pandemic and that's when they were teaching and supposedly learning Algebra 1. So with them, they were missing a lot of those basic concepts or they weren't really paying attention because, you know, they're straight chilling or, you know, just trying to survive through the pandemic. So now when they got into the classroom last year, a lot of their teachers are like, well, you should know this already. And I'm just like saying, guys, don't forget two years ago, that huge thing called the pandemic, you know, the huge thing um, actually existed and it really is going to hurt our students. And I've seen it in high school. A lot of my friends that do elementary, they see it, especially those that are going into fourth grade and Mm -hmm. those that are going from eighth grade to ninth grade, like those transition years, like fifth to sixth, 
fourth to fifth. It was just like major swells. Yeah. Actually, it's it's interesting that you said fourth grade because that is, I, uh, gosh, I would say a third of my students are between third and fourth grade. That's mm-hmm. the, because they just are missing things that they didn't get, not because of yeah. any fault of their own. You know, when you when yeah. we got when we got I was teaching at that point when we got uh, in the classroom, when we got uh, hit with that, you know, I still tried to continue with instruction with a Google Meet. But that was really hard because mm-hmm. not everybody had um, access to a computer or a phone or a device that would work. Well, then our school was so mm-hmm. slow about getting that to, to, to happen you know, we're, it's already April and they're thinking, oh, I suppose that we could supply some kids with a few tools. I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah, I think so. And, um, it just didn't, it didn't, it didn't go well, but then we were back in person the next year, but there was so much, um, in and out with kids being sick and having to be isolated. Mm -hmm. And then they're trying to hop into a virtual meeting while the class is going. That was, that was like about too much for me. Um, so yeah, yeah, there are holes in instruction. And, um, I also wanted to talk to you, not just about your mathematical services, but your coaching services for maybe student athletes. Yes. So I have like a good chunk since a lot of their parents used to be my players. Right. Um, a lot of like supporting, especially with the recruiting process. Mm-hmm. So some of them, and especially in this now, this new thing, I want to say new, but it's really not the NIL, the name, image, and likeness, just to try to kind of motivate students as they're progressing through this. Um, when it comes to the coaching, a lot of college coaches are now starting to talk to the kids more than to talk to the parents. Right. And as parents, you're thinking, well, they're not 18 yet so they're still mm-hmm. under my wing but the coaches are talking to the kids more they're talking to you so make sure you're having like a conversation especially social media because sometimes they like to kind of slide in especially instagram and um it used to be twitter but i think now it's called x and then instagram has its own version of twitter called threads that just started so they're going to start like talking to your kids through that so one of the things I always keep pushing is the academics. Just because you have great athletic ability, you're going to be a student athlete. Student comes before being an athlete, especially those kids that are going from eighth grade to ninth grade. They're thinking that, oh, I'm in high school. I can just chill and relax. And you're like, no, they're looking at your grades mm-hmm. all four years, not just your junior year. Mm-hmm. So. If you have anything, and I'm trying to say this very politely, that should not be on your social media or your, you know, get rid of it because that they're tracking everything. So all those things can play into the final decision. So if you want to act a fool in your ninth grade year and then you're like, oh, I'm going to clean up, you know, I'm not going to do that anymore. By the time when it's time to, for them to offer you a scholarship, they're looking at all that. And remember, once you put it out on social media, unless you delete it and they really want to deep down and search, they can easily find it. Right. So it's always the academics. I always say that. And if you're thinking about going to college, start the process during your seventh grade year. Yes, wow. I said seventh grade. You have to start thinking about where you want to go because the decision, the final decision, that'll be later on. 
But just to play around, like, where do you want to go? What part of the world do you want to be in? What schools? So you'll be able to narrow down that search. So then when the coaches are coming to recruit your child, the final decision comes from your child, not the parents, not where your parents went to school. Well, we want our kid to go there. But what happens if that doesn't fit their academic needs? Because remember, some of our athletes do have as we call special needs. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them have learning disabilities. Some of them have um, maybe a form of dyslexia, all that. Because sometimes that's the reason why their parents put them into sports so they can learn to build as a team and be able to talk and be able to communicate and be able to build their self-confidence because they were sometimes sheltered. So there's always different factors that come into it. So I talked to them. I have one... Um, she had to have surgery, so she's all like really sad. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're gonna come back. You're gonna come back strong. Mm-hmm. The school that you really like is still gonna be there. She plays across. She's a fabulous person. Her grades are going sky high, which I'm very grateful for the hard work that she's putting into. But it's almost like it's a team effort mm-hmm. because I know parents, you can't do it all. Like, <laughs> like you'll try. You could be Superwoman. Yes, wear the outfit. Have the lasso. <laughs> Have fun with that. But there's times that you're just going to need someone else just to talk about certain things. Mm-hmm. So if it's like you want to have someone to keep track of the grades, because sometimes I always say, so where's your report card? Take a picture of it. Text it to me. I know when report card days are due because I look it up on the school calendars um, and just see how things are going with your classes. Are you on track? What's going on with Spanish? Oh, the Spanish teacher, you do the work. (laughs) So sometimes I do those words of encouragement as well as tutor them in math. Sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm starting to be a little bilingual in Spanish right now. I don't know why. Oh, that's great. That's absolutely great. I'm doing a lot of work with the, with your, (laughs) I'm learning right along with you. Okay. So is there anything else about your program that you'd like to share either on the mathematics end or the coaching end? Um, if not, we'll look at your social media. Well, there's one additional because I am extending um, my tutoring. So now, since there's a lot of teachers that are also leaving mm-hmm. the profession and some of them are like, I still want to teach, just very similar to this track that I was at. I'm starting a mastermind. Well, actually, I'm just closing up my mastermind for online tutors where I teach people how to start up their tutoring jobs so they don't have to Mm -hmm. struggle as much as I did, like the sampling, this sampling, that. So it's like a six-week course, and I'm just really breaking down everything from non-tech version of marketing to some of the tech versions of marketing having like your business plans, what is your ideal client, how to maintain structure, but also having a support person. And I am the accountability person. So I don't have any coaches. I'm not doing any instructional videos. Everything we do is live. And then I just record if you can't, if you need to miss a session. So I love that. um, Yeah. So So when we look at your social media, you'll have to point out if that's, I might've missed that. So that's awesome. And so are you opening them this back up um, next month or since you're just ending this one, when is the next one? This one's going to end. Oh, sorry. This one's going to end on Saturday and the next one's going to start August the 27th. 
I have a strong suspicion that there are some teachers that are very thankful that you are out there. Uh, you know, I, and, and I'm sure you've heard my story or maybe you haven't. Um, the, I know my listeners have that I binge watched Joanne Kaminsky and I bought her book and I never, I never hired her as a coach. Um, but I had to have an example. I needed, I needed, I needed some training to figure this out. It's, we know how to teach, but we don't necessarily know how to run a tutoring business. Exactly. And so that's, that's, that's where you come in, where you can support those, those teachers who are like, what's my next step? How do I do this? And six weeks to me sounds very reasonable. Um, and, and the topics that you were covering sound like they would be extremely helpful. Um, do you find that a lot of um, the people that you're working with maybe haven't really chosen their niche? Do you get into that? Or are you just saying, here's the steps that you mm -hmm. would take in order to move forward? Do you talk about niching and down? I do talk about niching down as well as I actually talk to you before we even get started. So it's like, where would you like to see this? Why are you doing this? Because sometimes that question of why is what's going to keep you going. Yeah. Because you'll hear so many people that say, oh, you can make a million dollars just tutoring. And I'm like, no, you can't. Good luck. Um, not just for pure <laughs> tutoring, unless you are charging a thousand dollars an hour, you go, girl. But not, it's not happening. But at the same time, you can with some other multiple streams of income. But we all know when we get into education, it's about the kids. And I remember once I started tutoring, I felt like I was teaching again. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this feels so good. Okay, next kid. <laughs> you know, I agree with you. I agree with you because, um, you know, I, I taught for 32 years and then was like, okay, gosh, I don't think I'm ready to be done teaching, but I'm done with the classroom. And so that's why I really pushed myself to get this going. And I was just having this conversation with my eldest daughter. And I said, you know, I can see myself doing this for a few more years and then maybe I'll maybe step back. But, uh, you know, it's just, um, it brings the joy of teaching back to you. You don't, you don't have the struggle of the classroom, the policies, the bureaucracy, the red tape, the you know, the testing, all of that, that's not there. And you can really just concentrate on what is important for that child at that time and move them forward as quickly as you can based on their strengths and, and the content that you're covering. So great. I, I love that you're doing this. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and hopefully present my screen here. Okay. All right. So let's go to that, uh, your landing page first. And on your landing page, it's got your just general contact information and then links that will take people to different locations. So, yes. so I'm going to start on the bottom uh, with the little okay. earth picture and we'll go straight to your, um, this would be like your website. Yes. Okay. So this so, is my website, the ACG okay. math tutoring. Right. Um, just to give you a general information, I know a lot of parents generally look at that first page and then they go straight to contact. So it just kind of gives you a general idea of like what I tutor, but I always get people that says, well, do you do pre-calculus? And I'm like, well, let's see what you're doing with, like, you know, because all I go right. through the college algebra and a quick right. little video about right. who I am. Very good. And then um, they can get on here and read your testimonials and you've got blogs and your um, additional contact page is also on there. It's funny. I'm going to click your uh, YouTube page 
And uh, it started talking to me right away. I had to like silence right. it. So you've got a really nice introduction page here. You've got math tips, yeah. uh, parental support, mm -hmm. and then obviously all of these other links. Uh, we won't go into all that, but anybody can come and explore this. Um, so they would just yes. uh, do a search for yeah. either Audrey Codner or ACG Math Tutoring um, so that Correct. they could find you there. And then um, I don't know if I've followed your Facebook page yet, so I'm going to have to do that. Um, but I like that you are um, like me and you are talking with other uh, professionals and kind of growing yourself as well as supporting the people that are listening to you. And I noticed that some of the people that you were talking with, um, you know, weren't in the same niche as you. So you're allowing your audience um, to kind of grow and um, see other opportunities that are out there very much like what I'm doing. I'm doing kind of yes. the same thing. Okay. Yes, especially like all the podcasts and mm -hmm. um, my two tutors talking where I just basically talk and try to give other people an opportunity to introduce themselves to the world because a lot of people don't know how right. to get a tutor and what is a good tutor. So I give opportunities. So soon enough, there will be a mixture. It just so happens yeah. to be a lot of math people, but I did have someone with special ed on Yeah, Tuesday. that was the one I think and I saw. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. I have a question for you. Um, where are you finding your people? Like where are you? They just hopping in on your Instagram or the sun is just in the right spot for me. Right. Um, how are, how are they, how are they kind of finding you? Well, some of them are from Instagram. Some uh -huh. of them are for Facebook. I do have a, um, from the classroom to online tutoring group um, for people that wanted to make that transition. And uh -huh. I'm just asking people there, but right now I'm doing mostly the people that are on my mastermind because that was one of the bonuses for them to a get used to be in front of a camera because right. in the beginning they're like, I'm, I'm like, yes, you are. <laughs> and you're doing it with me. So you're not by yourself. Yeah. And it's just really growing. So that's generally what's happening say, and I've known say, a lot your, of say your group one more time it's the sure from the classroom to online tutoring okay virtual I'm gonna, community i'm gonna look you up and that's on facebook right yes okay would you let me come and be a member sure Okay, good. Of course. <laughs> I would like to be, I would like to be a member of things. All right. And then um, is there anything else about your social media that you'd like to share just in general, um, what they could expect? I am all over the place. I'm even on TikTok. Like, yeah, I do a couple dances, not the dance challenges. I'm not <laughs> trying to break a hip. Um, but I do, I show my personality on TikTok and I love like getting all the people. And I actually got like three clients just by listening to one of my favorite DJs and I was participating and I was like, oh, I have to go because I have to go tutor. Uh -huh. And <laughs> I just mentioned, just casually mentioned, hey, if anyone needs a math tutor, just hit me up. And I got like three people in like three minutes. I love that. This That's is wonderful. Neat. Have you? Do you have a waiting list yet? Right now, no. I just have like the ones that are coming back for next uh, next year, but uh -huh. I definitely still have openings uh -huh. for tutoring. Yeah. So, so um, just as we wrap this up, what would be something, maybe some advice that you could give to parents um, uh, about a struggling student um, or a struggling athlete? Anything that you'd like to share? 
So for our student athletes and also just for general students, don't wait until you're deep down in the hole. Mm -hmm. Any kind of inkling, even if you just go for a tutor, because I basically do my tutoring sessions per session. I don't do like a whole month in anything. Even if you just say, let me just do one session to see how it goes. Is this going to be worthwhile? Is this going to be worth doing for my child? Do it. Just do that one session. Um, and if you're not sure where to go to, you have two people here that can help guide you. As yeah. we both say, we like to help other tutors out. I don't do any like, oh, let me take a percentage. No, like because they're going to do the work. I rather pair you up with the right person. Yeah. So don't wait. Don't say, well, the season's going. I'm open seven days a week. <laughs> So there's no excuse. I do it on Sundays. If it comes before the game or after the game, depending on what you got to do, we'll do that. But just whatever that's, you do, that's please great. don't wait. Yeah, don't wait. Uh, and and I always say, don't think that your child's going to outgrow this problem uh, no. because they're not. And, and don't expect the school to solve the problem. They would love to solve the problem. No. Trust me. They really would. And no. you and I both having been in the classroom know the challenges of a student who's struggling. We want to help. There are not enough minutes in the day to actually tackle the problem. And uh, an hour of one-on-one -on -one support will go way further than just saying, can I have five minutes of my teacher's time right now to answer one question? Um, so you can really dive deep into that. Well, I just really want to thank you for joining me today. I will include all of your links on the podcast. I will get this um, uploaded to uh, the different places that speak places and spaces that I also put it. So it will take me a little bit of time, but I will uh, get that up and running. And I need to wrap this up because I have a student here in a couple minutes. So I appreciate okay. you stopping in. Um, I would love to have you back and check and see how things are progressing with your business. If anything has changed, um, if, if anything comes up in the athletic world, any changes to uh, recruiting or any changes to paperwork or commitments that students need to make. Uh, maybe we could even talk about like, um, you know, even how do, how do you go on a college visit? What do you, what to look, what to look for? So that might be something else that we could add at a future date. So I just appreciate your time and I wish you lots of luck with your business. All right. You two the same. Thank you Thank so much. You. It was just great to see you. And as always, friends, keep the learning going. And thank you so much for joining us today. Bye-bye.